giggling at me. You're just, you're tired. I am tired. I'm, I'm tired. bored out of my mind. Well, I've got good news for you. Yeah. We've got something to do right now. I know. <laughs> Took all damn day. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's Josh. And Kamala. And this is what we're into. Yay. <laughs> you almost forgot. Almost. 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 You can tell Kamala's got a... Uh, She's a little crotchy today. She's mm. been bored all day because I wasn't paying attention to her. So you're at work. I, know, I was at work. <laughs> yeah. So now she's she's finally getting to do something fun, mm. which is record a podcast for all of you lovely people. <laughs> all two hundred and eighty something people That's that are awesome. currently downloading. So welcome. Yeah. Thank you. I. If you listen to my other podcasts, you probably know that I am a little bit obsessed about this, about my metrics, and so I'm going to really hammer on you guys to tell your friends to download the show and stuff. I mean, I, they like don't even... subscribe and rate. Yeah. And share. Yeah. So what's our topic for today? Our topic for today is... I was leaving a uh, space so we could put the music in there. Oh, it's going to be playing. It's, it's going to be singing it. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm pretty sure... It played and then it faded back into us screaming "Gig again, okay?" Probably. It's "Gig again, no Kitaro." Uh, it is a anime, um, and more than that, it's an an anime. It's been like thirty animes from the history of the series. The sixth anime adaptation. Adaptation. Uh, its genre is horror, yokai, action, and shonen. See, my uh, genre that I got was dark fantasy, horror, and supernatural. That all works too. We're reading this off of uh, two two separate, uh, I, I guess, histories. Page. Yeah, you got, I, I, just, you got I think wiki. I just got the wiki. Open. Yeah, I got both. You got both. I got both, both on my. Yeah, I just liked the just, fandom one explanation a little bit better. A little bit more. Yeah, yeah it was just a little simpler. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Gigigin no Kitaro was originally known as Kitaro of the Graveyard, or Hakaba Kitaro, uh, and it is a Japanese manga series created in the 1960s, so this is super old, uh, created by Shigeru, 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 uh, Mizuki. Um, and is best known for its popularization of the folklore creatures known as yokai. Um, I don't... Considering how frequently we we talk about uh, anime and manga, I'm pretty sure the people listening know what yokai are. But just in case. (laughs) Uh, Ghosts and spirits and monsters and demons. Basically, it's a catch-all phrase um, for folklore monsters mm-hmm. uh but it the paranormal it, the paranormal yeah basically so any folklore paranormal generally falls into yokai but not all yokai are folklore this is paranormal. true so sometimes uh they have a different word for ghosts 
I do not know that. No. Um, but I do know that they have different names for ghosts and also other paranormal. Uh, it's Yeah, yokai, I mean, as defined here, is a class of spirit monster to which all the main characters in this uh, series belong to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yokai are spirits and monsters, monsters. Um, and also Pokemon, and also... Digimon. Uh, yeah, like any any monster... And the actual Yokai. And Yokai Watch. Yeah, well, Yokai, Yo-Kai Watch, Watch. The actual anime Yokai Watch. Which are just, just <clears throat> monsters, demons. Yeah. So, anything that's not a kaiju... <laughs> exactly. Kaiju if, are a completely different yeah, type of if, monster. If it's not a kaiju, it's probably a Yokai. Exactly. I think it's a it's a height thing. Yeah, gotta, I think so too. I was gonna say if it ain't, eight, if it ain't Godzilla or Mothra, it, it's uh, smaller than that. It's a yokai. Eight feet or under is a yokai. Yeah, say. <laughs> um, big ones out there. And then the kaiju are like the two story up. Yeah, they're huge. They're like and Godzillas. So if you're if you're less than if you're over eight feet but less than two story, what are you? I have no idea. You're the I'm a freak. <laughs> Um, sad. Sad. Uh, so, again, no Kitaro. I guess let's uh, talk about. I mean, you and I. I didn't watch any of the series before <laughs> the newest one. Exactly. Um, and I, you didn't either. And we we heard about it through the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we uh, we watch a few different series by a YouTuber called Gaijin Goomba. Uh, he's a I guess uh, Japanese culture, like his job, enthusiast. enthusiast um, I guess like, what's the word for a historian that basically brings things to not the native culture? There's a word for it. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm sorry. I guess he like primarily is a hobbyist, but his job is really kind of a um, enthusiast. Yeah, I, I don't okay. really know how to describe him beyond that. Um, but basically, his his series all talk about things that he loves and learned about Japan because his while he was in school, he went to Japan as like a exchange program, and then he was teaching English there uh, as like a, a ESL exchange thing. And now he just does these uh, YouTube videos. He worked with. Uh, Matt Pat for Game Theorists for a while and did a bunch of stuff there and now he does his own channel uh, one of which is uh, just kind of like anime stuff where like if, if he sees something in a game or an anime he talks about uh, the Japanese cultural influence that it would have come came from mm-hmm. and occasionally in relation he, to real life yeah in relation to real life and like his history and he does a bunch of ninja stuff the one that he's uh, doing right now, the one that seems to have like the most of his uh, his muscle, the most of the legwork behind is Yokai Watchers, mm-hmm. where he uh, just picks a random folklore demon or something and talks about it and where you can find it in like current pop culture stuff. But a uh, couple years ago, two years ago, maybe I think when we first watched it. Uh, he was doing like a roundup of the new animes that are coming out, uh, and it happened to be one of them on his list was Gegege no Kotaro, which he 
really went on about as being super cool and dark and interesting and fun and funny and weird and scary and kind of he kind of just sold us on it on talking about how great and easy to get into it it was and also how dark and messed up it could be and that was like all right put it on the list uh i think the most of it was like he had it was one of his kind of his favorite anime to watch Mm. so when he would do a video he would rely on that those anime episodes to Mm. really tell what he was trying to like speak about in his his show so i mean like a lot of current issues uh that are happening now in the 21st century it speaks volumes right of how the culture is now and how people are being treated how we're treating (laughs) ourselves and and how technology has become such a a thing that we feed on such a huge part of our lives that and that's kind of like the selling point on the show too is that um if you were telling the same stories from the 1960s when it first started, mm-hmm. if you're telling the same stories, it doesn't, it, it wouldn't really relate. Mm-hmm. But they kind of found a way to make it relate because um, they're telling uh, the stories as they apply to modern day life and kind of tries to tell that story and where uh, these spirits and demons and monsters and where they all fit in uh, to the world now that... Yeah. You know, with technology, we've gotten way past uh, the need for yokai. Uh, so just uh, off of the main story here, uh, is this from the uh, newest series? Yeah, this is the okay. newest series. Uh, nearly 20 years into the 21st century. Thanks. That's you've, There's a way easier way to write that. <laughs> Thanks. Wick, uh, what is this? Fandom. Fandom. Gigaginukatara wiki. People have forgotten the existence of yokai. Uh, when a number of unexplained phenomena plague adults of the human world with confusion and chaos, 13-year-old Ma- Mana, Mana. Mana writes a letter to the Yokai Post in search of answers and is greeted by Gegege no Kitaro. So uh, all the stories now are basically like the conflict between current day technology, ignore the ignore the planet and ignore the old way sort of thing and just do us doing us. But it's also not the whole, like, chastising us for being on that phone all the time. No. It's I mean, not... it's it's tradition versus technology in a mm. sense, where yokai are traditional and being forgotten because no one thinks about those things. I mean, yeah. we're, sent, we're desensitized by everything we watch and hear. So why would something like that ever really be our main focus and why would we be scared of them right so when it does happen that they do show up it's like the world's like whoa that's that's weird weird. (laughs) that's that's weird like how do you handle that right but they find us our weak spot which is our technology and there was a lot of episodes that technology is the catalyst the catalyst of it and a lot of you know and um even like uh uh what's his name goomba guy goomba guy yeah the guy you just talked to, the YouTuber. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant one of the characters. No. I'm like, Goomba guy. No, uh, Gaijin Goomba. Yes. Because <laughs> he talks about stuff that even come, like speaks to him as a YouTuber because there's a lot of episodes where um, a lot of it is about being YouTube on YouTube and being on social media and how it's become our obsession to be 
the best yeah, and be what the happens dude, yeah. and what happens when you're no longer the best when you become old news mm. right you're good for so long and how how long does that last and all of a sudden you're just like wait a minute someone's doing something better how do i get back to being my like how, how do how i get am back? I the better yeah, yeah how do i better myself to keep being on top when you're falling down the charts right well, it's, I mean, I wouldn't say how do I better myself because that's that is not the the no. takeaway message in a lot no, of these episodes. That's true. Um, Some of them don't have a no, very they don't have good endings, ending. Yeah. No, so, which is crazy because you think as a as a cartoon, as a cartoon and it, I wouldn't say it's a child's cartoon. I'd say it's anywhere between. Being like age ten and up, maybe yeah. you can under, kind of understand some of the concepts. But like, really, it speaks a lot to young adults because uh, yeah. you're I just feel like, like yeah, <laughs> young teen. Yeah, uh, the young teen is probably like the entry point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say fourteen and up is when you would really start understanding uh, the messages in it. Um, but like, it's not. It's not not a kids show either. No, no. Because it's, because they it's can figure very, it out too. yeah, it's and very it's, there's, anime. Yeah, there's very, there's parts where it's very childish and there's, it, it sticks to its anime grounds where it's like, oh, he's got one power, one move, and that's all he's got. Still a cartoon. It's still an anime. Yeah. But the story and the, val- the, the value coming out of it, it, it's good. It's. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that it's like particularly. <clears throat> like lacking in terms of uh like story or content or like it's not childish Mm -mm. um it's also not aimed at children i don't think directly at least this new series Mm -hmm. but at the same time i mean there's some gory stuff it is like it it is a, a horror like the the basis of the of the thing is horror, yeah. right? <clears throat> it is about ghosts and monsters and stuff. But at the same time, I remember being like twelve and watching Goosebumps and uh, yeah, Are You Afraid of the, the dark, dark and whatnot. Yeah. So like, you know, maybe maybe my opinion is kind of skewed too because it's like, not super bloody though, which has no. help. But it's still a, it's still a horror in its sense. It's up, there's there's up still some, monsters, and some of them can be kind of frightening. Kind of, yeah, kind like of scary. the art of them is kind of frightening, and yeah. the, what they do to people is kind of frightening. The anime itself is quite, you know, it's really good. We enjoy it. Yeah. We're having a great time. We started watching it and we're like, why didn't we watch this sooner? So Gegege no Kitaro uh, focuses on the young Kitaro, the title character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the last survival, survivor of the ghost tribe. And his adventures with other ghouls and strange creatures of Japanese mythology. Alright, uh, so... Along with the remains of his father, who is... His name is Daddy Eyeball. Says he's the mummified ghost tribesman reincarnated to inhabit his old eyeball. He is literally just an eyeball for a head. Yeah. And then a little naked body. Yeah. And... He is very tiny. He is very small. He rides around in Katara's hair. Yes. And he takes baths in hot water in a teacup. Yeah, in, in tea. In tea. Yeah. Which he's I mean, actually quite. He's very wise and yeah. he's very sweet. I enjoy him. And, and then there's uh, Ratman. Ratman. BBB. BBB. Ratman. Uh, then there is Neko Misumi, which is cat chick. Cat chick. Neko girl. Neko girl. She's a cat girl. Yeah. She's got some really cool claws when she gets all crazy and. 
Yeah. Kind of goes yokai on us. <laughs> uh, who else is there? There is the sand witch, an old yokai woman who carries sand mm-hmm. that she throws into the eyes of enemies to blind them. Mm-hmm. She's an advisor to Kitaro and his companions, manages a yokai apartment building. Is that why but I always get sand in my eyes? That's the wind. <laughs> Outside? Um, excuse, <laughs> excuse me, not a prefecture. That is called wind. <laughs> you just gotta sweep up the streets a bit better. Exactly. You got Old Man Crybaby. Old Man Crybaby. He's always drunk. Yes. He, he is the booze. absent-minded old yokai yeah. who attacks enemies by clinging to them and turning himself into stone. Yes. Increasing his weight. Uh... And pinning them down. Mm-hmm. He and, and Sandwich work as a team, mostly. Mostly. Unless they hate each other and she threatens to kiss him and he hates that. Who else do you have next? Uh, the other two characters <clears throat> that are not always in the episode, but they're there and they're around, is Wally Wall, who's just a... Your favorite. Yeah, he's amazing. Wally Wall is just a wall. Literally just like a concrete wall that can walk and all he says is Wally Wall. So he's kind of like a Groot character. Yeah. And uh, then, oh, do you have Yeah, I, I have the okay. info about him too. Uh, Wally Wall or Plastered Wall is a large, sleepy, wall-shaped yokai who uses his massive size to protect Kitaro and his friends. At one point he cracks a little and it's so mm. sad. It makes me cry. Oh I'm yeah, like, he gets he gets injured and he's got this crack. And so like at the end of the episode, they're plastering him. Yeah, <laughs> it's very sweet. And then there's Roll-O-Cloth. 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 He's basically a floating cloth. Yeah. And he's actually kind of cool because everybody rides on him. Because uh, <laughs> he can fly. <laughs> so he's a flying yokai resembling a strip of white cloth. Uh, Kitaro and friends often ride on him when traveling. Okay. Yes. Uh, and the last character that we see often is the 13-year-old middle school girl who is... Is not a yokai, so I don't she have... She is human. Yeah. Uh, Mena Inyami. In, in, Inyama. Inyama. She... They're having... She overhears a conversation about a mailbox that yeah. is hidden and that you can send messages to... Uh, Kitaru and Kitaru actually comes and like basically like exercises. He comes or, to Ghostbust. Yeah, he kind of cleans house when there's an, a yokai that's not supposed to be out and about in the human world because everyone knows that yokais are just supposed to not be around. They're supposed to be in the forest or kind of in yeah. their element or wherever they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be sealed away, right? So when a yokai, a dangerous yokai, I should say, yeah. gets out and starts terrorizing the human world. Uh, people send messages to Kitaru and Kitaro and friends go mm. out and ghost bust. Yeah. So she goes and she does this. It's the first episode. It's not a spoiler. It's like, basically it's she goes. The first she's, five minutes yeah, you see this. Happen. Yeah. So she overhears this. They, a friend of hers takes her to this alleyway where there's a creepy mailbox. They put it in there. A crow catches it, sends it off to Kitaro, and then Kitaro comes along. But everybody knows that. There's, like, the kalunk kalunk. Yeah, oh, uh, it is said that he arrives, uh, you hear the clop-clop of his getta. Yeah, um, which are his sandals. Yeah, the wooden sandals that he wears. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if he, if he's coming to help you, you'll you'll hear the clop-clop of his sandals. Kronk-kronk. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it. I, We're just I'm, a bunch of weebs. Yeah, I'm... Okay. My defense there, I mean, I know I am, but I am trying to learn Japanese, so 
It's I am no longer just some dumb fourteen year old screaming Desu or, <laughs> or uh, Konnichiwa and Kawaii. Kawaii. I, I'm no longer that because I am I am actually trying to learn Japanese. So I'm no longer. No, you're still. I'm st- no, you're I, I, still totally a weeb because you're actually. I'm active, Japanese. actively learning Japanese. So I mean that makes you a weeb. Mm. Anyways, back I to cannot learn. Yes. So, um, Kataru, I guess, have you watched any other supernatural animes other than Kataru? Um, I'm sure I have. None that really jumped to my brain. Like Any horror ones at all? Other than Supernatural? I mean, do, do you... I mean, did you ever uh, read any of the shonen jumps that had any horror? Um, I guess... Shaman King is the closest. Yeah, Shaman I love King Shaman was, King. That yeah. was so good. I haven't read those in years. Uh, yeah. Weirdly good, yeah. Shaman King. Shaman King was so uh, good. I mean, that was kind of like my introduction to yokai as a concept, mm. was Shaman King. I guess... Uh, I can't remember what the... Sand Sand World, maybe? Mm. Or Desert Desert Land or Desert World or something. Can't remember. It was one of the Akira Toriyama books. I feel um, like I know what you're talking about. Post apocalyptic and you're following around uh yes. young Beelzebub as he's I feel trying like to take I know over what the you're world. Talking about. Yeah. I just can't remember what the name of it is. I mean that's probably the I, that one was less about yokai and more just like monster stuff. I don't know. I like we talked about this with the last episode too. Like I like spooky stuff and horror stuff and and like monsters it's just with a lot of properties these days it's just like just has to get gory like and yeah, what that's why and, i can't do the anime yeah gore. that's the thing that usually puts me off yeah. off of stuff when it gets like super gory or it's like nothing but jump scares like i like resident evil it has some jumps jump scares and it's gory but it like there's enough there outside of those things that I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I will never want to play a Five Nights at Freddy's because mm-hmm. it is just a game about jump scares, right? And so there's not really anything there for me to to be like, all right, the jump scares are whatever. Like I'll I'm still invested in this. So it's like it's the same thing. A lot of manga ends up doing that too, but where yeah. it's just like. When it's a horror book, like Jinji Ito's, all of his stuff is a lot of body horror mm. and like scary, creepy ghost stuff. So, like, there's a few things that I will be like, all right, I'm gonna meddle up, I'm gonna read it because I need to be part of the cultural zeitgeist, I need to know why this hole was made for me, sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I gotta work up the nerve to do that because it's like, as soon as it turns into like super gore fest, I'm like, I can't read this. Yeah, there was, uh, when I was reading Shonen, mm. uh, Shonen Jump, I attempted to read, this was years ago, I attempted to read one called Jack Frost because it was like, of course, Shonen Jump is, uh, is just like preview manga. So like they do like, yeah. So many chapters of a manga that's coming out, or so that you can, so that you can get, to read yeah, it. if you want yeah. to decide to read it, and then one of the first two volumes come out, you've already read the like parts of them, so you kind of have the idea of what the story is about. So, there was one called Jack Frost, and at first, I thought, oh, this sounded good, and the first 
few chapter like few few pages were okay and then all of a sudden it got gory and I'm like nope like there's a lot of stuff that sounds super good and it looks amazing the art looks good you know the story sounds good I'm reading about it and then I go to like actually watch it or read it and then I'm like okay well I'll be seeing that for weeks in my dreams because that just screwed me up and I it's sad because there like there's a the horror genre Hmm. if it wasn't so bloody yeah, then I, I think really I would have like gone it, into yeah. it. Yeah, like well, if it I was like... just mostly like off camera, like, you know, like, oh no, you know, you know something went bad, happened, but there's like just blood splatter and you're like, ooh, that must have been down wrong or like <laughs> just shadows. Like if it's just enough kind of off screen or off page, I think I would have handled it a little better. But because it's just like full blown, like somebody stabbing someone or someone's head being cut off. It just icks me out, and, yeah. I, and I get sad because there's a lot of stuff that I would love to try. It's just, you can't get past and, that. And yeah. that's the thing, like, when I go to OdaFest, I'd see all these amazing costumes, these cosplayers, and I'd be like, I wonder where they're, you know, cosplaying characters from. Then and then I go to look it up, and I'm just like, oh, okay, I cannot get into that. Because, you know, as somebody that enjoys the anime and the manga scene, and just in general, just that kind of, yeah. that culture... You want to be a part of everything in a sense, right? You have your favorites, but you want to be a part of all of it. You want to try a little bit of everything. You want to try what's popular. But everything that's popular is so gross. (laughs) You're just like, F that noise. I am not doing that. So then you don't, you don't try what's new. So then you don't become, you're, you're further behind on what's, what's great. But you stick around to what you know. And I like the nice stuff. I I, I like the, I like the, I like like the the sweet, fun stuff. Sweet, fun stuff. Which is pretty good. I mean, when we heard the preview from Gaijin Goomba, we were worried that it was going to get super dark and gory and stuff. The first episode was a slam on uh, YouTubers, specifically Mm -hmm. uh, Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It was a slam on him. Uh, because when he did that shit in Japan and he was just being a nuisance to everybody who was just trying to get on their, get on with their lives. So like the episode starts with this YouTube influencer just being a, being a shit. And then he explodes into a giant vampire tree. Yeah. And then everybody who's taking a photo of the vampire tree and being like, what happened? Also explodes into a vampire tree. Yep. And so this huge, uh, it was a Shibuya crossing? Something yeah, like uh, that. Yeah, a Shibuya scramble crossing? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, like, everybody in that area turns into a tree because everybody keeps taking fit- photos, and then they turn into a tree, and then this it's this giant forest in the middle of the city of evil trees. Yeah. When we first watched it, we are just like, oh, that might get super gory because there's yeah. a bunch of other episodes that are like, oh, that's very twisted. It's probably going to get really dark and gory, so I'm not sure. But let's try it. And then we did, and we really, really loved it. Yeah, because it doesn't get gory <clears throat> at any point. I mean, I mean not to the point little, where you, yeah. Not to the point where it icks me out or it stops me from watching. I mean, we're almost through the second yeah, season. Yeah, we're So, through, I mean, yeah. like, we've done pretty well if the second season still goes well. Yeah, no. Uh, so we really like uh, yokai and stuff. Yeah, do you want to talk about uh, your favorite episode? Uh, I We're like getting have, close to the I end I wouldn't say here, I would so. have a favorite episode, but I do... The one that stuck with you the most, maybe. Well, the episodes I do enjoy. Like, there was one little episode about a... Um, what was a water demon and a fire demon? Yes. 
Or I should oh, just say a yokai. So goddamn yeah, cute. Yeah, it was the cutest. So I don't want to spoil anything, but if you if you do end up watching it, just know that there's like an episode where there's a little um, little fire yokai, and he's just trying to figure out his way in life, and then he finds himself in like a amusement park. Yeah, as an attraction. As an attraction, and he's not doing very well of getting you know. At first, he's doing really well because he. He can get real hot and get angry, and he can do, like, big flames, right? Yeah. But there's another attraction, like, literally across from, like, right beside him, and it's like a little robot, like a little space robot thing, and they become friends, and then, yeah, they find out the reason why... Nothing was working, Nothing was going on, and, you know, why the thing was happening, and then they find out that, you know, it's because... He's fire, and the little little character inside the little thing is actually water, and yeah, they become really good friends, and it's quite sweet. It's, yeah, and that's the thing about about the um, about Giga no Kataro is that not always is it about anything specific. It's sometimes it's, it's just kind of a exploration. A, yeah, of it's just like, yeah, yeah, characters. Like it just kind of brings up like sometimes it comes back to the main story where. You know, something big is something happening. big is happening, and it keeps the story on track. And there's like, because there's more to it. Like you'll see in certain episodes that there's a specific character that you see. I wouldn't say in every episode, but in enough episodes that you think something's going on, right? Yeah. And that's the cool thing is there is something going on, but you're just like, I wonder what it is because you continue to see this character, and then you continue to see the main characters being, you know, you know, manipulated by it. But like, I think that's probably one of my. I like the Not Kappa episode. Not my favorite, but yeah. Oh yeah, the Kappa episodes are great. Uh, so Kappas are these little uh, lizard uh, yokai. They um, they're the turtle ones. They, yeah, little the, turtle lizard they're things. Tur- they're turtle ca- <clears throat> turtle yokai. Yeah, they got a pl- uh, a bald spot on their head. Their plate that they or well, their pate, I guess. They've got to keep it wet, otherwise mm-hmm. they'll dry up and die. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are just hanging out in the Gigagit forest, uh, growing cucumbers because it's their favorite food. Oh, yeah, they love cucumbers. And then uh, they, the one guy decides to go off and have a, a life adventure and then ends up working at a, a company uh, where the boss, I guess, the owner of the company, mm-hmm. uh, realizes that he can pay them three cucumbers an hour instead of a wage. Yep. And so he hires a bunch of the Kappa to work uh, in the basement instead. And, I mean, it's a big... It's a big story about, you know, the dangers of overworking and the damage. It's also a huge you know, inspiration to go unionize your workforce. I mean, us as humans will have a harder time because the Kappas were able to steal their souls out of people's buttholes. That's so funny. That's a legitimate thing. Yeah, they do. They They, do. They steal the soul, which is a... A butt ball is what it's called. No joke. It's a golden ball that they steal out of your butt. Yeah. Which is like your life essence, your soul. They've got several names for it. Kind of just become lifeless, lifeless, sluggish. Just kind of. You don't die or anything. You you just just go into a coma. Yeah, you just kind of kind of turn into a zombie in a sense. Like you're just kind of nothing without your essence. I mean, so when we when we say that, it talks about like where. 
the yokai fit in like today's society and how uh, people forget about yokai because we've got technology. Like, yes, there are some episodes that are like Purder, uh, Fire Bad, Edison Was a Witch uh, yeah. sort of episodes, just like, you know, you're going to hell because you're playing on an iPad. There are those episodes, but that's never really the that's ne- that's never really the point of them because it's not. It's the the point is we have progressed to a point where yokai don't really fit in, and n- this is clearly an exploration on how do the old ways fit into the new world, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting especially when you get to turn those characters into people mm-hmm. you get uh the little demons washing the red beans in the river and yeah, that was then a nice episode too all they want is people to, to appreciate appreciate red beans the way they used to and so yeah. they became youtube stars to promote red beans yep <laughs> there's a lot of good and like there's some stuff that's real real like the mm. girl who lost her face oh god um yeah the uh face stealing yokai, um, yokai. Steals your face. that it that was a that was a message on beauty culture um and uh, people's obsession with uh makeup and uh if you're, if you're plastic not, surgery yeah, and, it's basically saying you know, that if you're not if you're not pretty you're not you're, you're nothing not worth anything, yeah, yeah you're nothing and the girl she you know she wasn't she in didn't. her head she wasn't pretty and yeah. to her, everyone else she wasn't pretty so even though she tried no one could see her as pretty so she went out of her way to find Make a someone. deal with a witch <laughs> yeah and the witch went okay if you don't like your face I'll give you a new face and so she did and everyone all of a sudden appreciate like not appreciated her, her, just liked her, which is that whole fake, you know, oh, because you're beautiful, I'll like you, but really that's just a fake like. It's just to be popular. Not not to ruin the ending of that one, that one had a really sad, dour, melancholy ending. It was... It was not a good ending, but no, it was it didn't a good end the way ending. You, it didn't end the way you thought it was going to end. And that's all we can leave to you. Yeah, you have to it, watch that the one, episode. That one you need to watch. you need to watch that one to understand what was, like, happening. Because you think, oh. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh. And then yeah. you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, not no spoilers on that one. Because that one was a very good episode. There was a lot of good ones that are just, they speak the truth. Yeah. About don't bully people. You stop know, being an to, asshole. Don't, yeah, stop being an asshole. Don't, and it's not about just being on your phone or being obsessed with technology. It's more like be nice yeah. when you're on technology. Respect don't, each other. Respect each other. Yeah. And don't treat each other like shit <laughs> because i mean these, hold on you're going really fast <laughs> Sorry, this is yeah. hard this is gonna be hard for people to really yeah don't be a dick <laughs> don't be a dick that's all i can say round it up just don't be a dick and that's pretty much what the anime is saying in a lot yeah. of episodes because it's got a young 13 year old girl yeah. in middle school so obviously all of them have and a ghost boy a, a, well i mean <laughs> not even him like Kataro doesn't like really he doesn't care because Kataro lives in the forest with his dad and and his, his dad friends. who's an eyeball and his yeah friend, like it doesn't matter but an like old man you have Mana who's like in middle school and she's going through all of these you know gro- you know growing up and stuff and she's got friends 
who hate other friends, and then you know there's this oh, whole th- the whole thing. It just gets really bad. But when you're watching, you're just like, oh shit, was I like that when I was young? Was like, is this what our world's turning into? Like, yeah, the curse app was the really, curse app. Like the curse app was really yeah, good, it's, creepy. Yeah, it can get dark in a heartbeat. It gets dark in a heartbeat. Tanuki one. I'm not gonna spoil yeah. that one either. But Tanuki one, that Tanuki episode. Holy! Well, the Tanuki episode was Oof. three episodes. That yeah, was like their was like their big their part big one, part arc, two, part three, yeah. uh, episode, which Ooh. was really good. Um, I think that's really all we can say because a lot of this is a lot of the show is something that you have to experience for yourself, yes. and if you don't like it, then yeah, it's a you fun know. show. Uh, just know that it it gets a little, it gets pretty real in some places. Yep. It gets really dark in some other places, mm-hmm. but ultimately. It does the anime thing. You know it's going to resolve itself. Not all of the endings are good endings, but all the middle parts In is like... In the sense of they're not happy endings. Yeah. Not like it's a bad ending. It's just... It's just not a good It's one. not a happy ending. Yeah. Like, you don't... It's not like it's an episode where everything wraps up and everything's everything's yeah. happy. It's more like there it's are going to always... be episodes where it doesn't end the way you thought it was going to end. Also, if you are going to watch it with kids or something like that, there is the Ghost Train episode, which is probably oh, the yeah. scariest fucking thing I've seen yeah, in a while. Yeah, the Ghost Train one. It yeah. is very creepy. It is... It's... <laughs> Kataro gets real in that Yeah, <laughs> Kataro... You're just like, what? Kataro's like, enjoy your stay in hell! So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, if if you're watching it with kids, that one might be a little too heavy, um, but... They're mostly okay, so... Yeah. Do you want to see what our friends are interested in? <laughs> our friends? We don't have any friends. That's not true. We have friends. Uh, okay, so if you want to tell us what you're into... Yes. You can uh, send us an email at scudsworth. Or, no, sorry, scudsworth at gmail.com. There you go. Uh, and just put in subject line what we're into and tell us what uh, you're currently... Uh, what your favorite thing is. And or if our recommendations, you uh, yeah, them and you like them or whatever. Yeah. Maybe send us a quick note because um, we I will read them. It's on my phone. I will get uh, <laughs> my phone buzzes whenever I get an email. So I will definitely see it. Um, it's here. It's snapped right. It's on a holster right next to my pocket. It's yeah. right. It clips right onto my belt. <laughs> so I'm an old, old man. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you, if you have a suggestion for something that we should check out, uh, we will leave some room at the end to say, you know, uh, our friends playing the home edition are into this, into that, into this, into that. And if it's something that uh, we really like, maybe we'll do a full episode of on it as well, and mm-hmm. we'll give you a shout out. Um, right now it'll be a send me an email thing, but maybe we'll move that to like a Patreon, like... That'd be fun. You know, Patreon donors get to tell us what they're into, and maybe we'll do an episode on that. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, if you want to check us out, uh, you can also send us uh, things that you like on Twitter. You can uh, tweet at me, at Tescud, that's T-H-S-E-U-D. You can tweet at Kamala. Nova at Berries. Nova Berries. And you can send us uh, Instagrams. You can DM us. Yeah, you can DM us on Instagram too. Uh, you can DM me at Tess Scudsworth. That's T E H dot S E U D S W O R T H. Or Kamala at Nova Berry Blue. 
And you can find us on Facebook if you search for scudsworth.com or uh, just go to our website where all of this stuff is linked at scudsworth.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, as mentioned very slyly at the beginning there, we've got a Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-E-U-D. And so again, patreon.com slash tscud. Uh, yeah, share this with your friends. Uh, maybe tweet it. Maybe... Uh, force somebody to listen to it on the bus. Just like unplug your headphones, and it can be like really tinny on the bus. You could just have it playing, and then don't everybody's going to be like, "Oh, oh, right, right, right." Sorry, shit, I forgot. Don't be a dick. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay, um, that that'll be uh, it for us, I guess. Yeah, we cricket. Oh, uh, before we go, should we put in the um, the uh, outro? One of our favorite outros from Kekeke no Kuro? Because we did the intro. Should yes. we play? Uh, should we do like the first season one? Uh, or did you prefer the second? Because there's been three now. Uh, I can't remember what the first one was now. But I do know the second one was the the, was the sound of Yuketa? Yeah. Yeah, do that one. Okay, that we'll put that fun. one in right yeah. here. That was the outro song. It's, I mean, I like that animes have two songs. They have the beginning song and the end song. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Share this. Tell your friends about it. And we love you like a a whole whole bunch. A whole bunch. Uh, A whole bunch of bunch. Yeah. And a hug around the neck. Oh, yay. That was very nice. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)